Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why and how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me again. I appreciate it. Today, we're going to talk about M-O-N-E-Y, money. This is a great song. I love it because what people do for money. Love that song by Divine Sounds. Look it up. It's a great song. But anyway, today I want to talk about money. And the reason I want to talk about money is because money is a prime motivator. Now, I've, heard, I've had people say this to me. say, Victor, it's not about the money. I'm not in it for the money. And when people say that to me, I politely just nod my head and say, I understand. But deep down inside, I'm saying, you're full of it. Do you know why? Because money is a motivator. Look, until life becomes free, until everything is handed to you on a silver platter and you don't have to pay for anything, money is a motivator. Is it the prime motivator? Maybe, maybe not, but it is a motivator. In other words, we need to pay some bills, so we need to make some money. You can't get away from that. It's part of our survival. In other words, without money, we can't survive. We're at the basically at the at the mercy of a system if we don't generate our own money. So when people say money is not important, I'm like, you're full of it. Money is important. Again, is it the prime motivator? No. I mean, look. We as salespeople love to offer value in exchange for value. We love to offer a product or service that provides value to our end user and in exchange for providing that value, for bringing that product or service to their awareness, right? We expect to get paid if we sell that to them. In other words, if we sell it to them, I expect to get paid. In other words, that is part of my motivation. Now, the reason I want to talk about money is because I strongly believe that you can have a great sales team and you can train them well. But if you don't have a sales compensation plan that really supports what they're doing, people will leave. You will lose salespeople. So in other words, you can train people all you want, but if your sales plan is not ready, is not in line with what they expect, and provides enough motivation for them to grow their business. By their business, I mean their revenues, their sales. Then one of two things are gonna happen. They're gonna hang around, not make a lot of money. Two, they're gonna leave. What we want are salespeople who are motivated to go out there and grow the business for us. So how do you do that? Using a sales compensation plan. Look, we all know that we have to hire great people. Great, done, check mark. Once we hire great people, we need to train them to make sure they know how to talk about our product or service and differentiate ourselves in the market offering that value proposition. Check. Got that. And then we send them out into the field. But keep in mind that once they're out in the field, they're always thinking, okay, I'm working this hard to make these deals, but they're also thinking about how are they getting paid. And that's why you need a good sales compensation plan. Now, the reason I chose this topic for this podcast is because about a month ago, I was asked to go out and train a company. And the company had about five salespeople. And I was talking to the head of the company, the CEO, and I kind of asked him, I said, well, tell, tell me about how the sales are going. And he says, well, Victor, they've been flat for the last you know, couple of years, you know, growing at maybe 1% if that. And then I said, okay, I said, well, great. Here are the things we're going to cover during the sales training process or program. He said, well, I asked, let me ask you a question. And I said, you know, talk to me about their sales compensation plan. And he gave me that blank look, you know, that, 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 that stare you often get, like what? 
you know, why are you asking me about, you know, compensation plans? And before you could say anything, I said, well, the reason I'm asking is that I believe that a great training program also has to have a great sales compensation plan because to me, the greatest motivational principle is reinforcing those behaviors you want reinforced. In other words, if they're doing great things, how are we compensating them? How are we paying them? And this is important to me. And then the CEO of the company said this to me. He said, Victor, all our salespeople are on a base salary. Yes, that's what he said. The reason I put that pause in there is because I really want to emphasize the following point. If you offer a salesperson a base salary, you will get them to be as effective as they expect you to be. In other words, they're only going to do as much as you want them to do. They're not going to go beyond that. They'll do what's expected. Paying somebody a base salary to sell is not creating a salesperson. Salespeople are carrot-driven. They're money-oriented. They want to sell more because they will make more. If you give somebody a base salary, they'll be motivated for a while to make go out there and make things happen. But over time, they're going to ask themselves, why am I killing myself if I'm not making any more money because I'm just on a base salary? So if you're just offering your salespeople a base salary, I think you're undercutting your own success. In other words, you're demotivating them. Now, at the other extreme, we've talked about this in the past, we have commission only. And again, I like commissions, right? I like making money on commissions. In fact, some people will say that the best of the best salespeople work on pure commission. And that could be true. There are people who are oriented where they can just live off pure commissions, where they have a market niche where if they sell, they can actually make the money. In other words, if they make enough calls, if they meet enough people, they can make the money. But when you have other deals, maybe longer sales cycle, where to close a deal takes six months to nine months, whatever it may be, having them on commission only is very risky. What if I invested nine months into a deal and it falls apart? Now, during those nine months, I didn't make any money. So again, having a base only is definitely a mistake. Having a commission only really depends on the type of business you're in. But again, what I often you know, talk to people about is, hey, what can we do here? How can we put a base slash compensation program where they get a commission off of their base depending on what they sell? That to me is the best approach, the best of both worlds. For example, if you're making a base salary, let's say I hire you as a salesperson, what I wanna do is give you, let's say, a base salary of $50,000 right? $50,000. And then I'll tie a commission bonus because I just don't want to keep you at 50. I want you to be motivated to hit your number. So let's say that at $50,000, I gave you a million dollar quota. In other words, you had to sell $1 million. Then I can simply combine that with a commission structure that would go as follows. If you hit 80% of your quota, which is 800,000, I will give you 20% of your salary on top of your salary. So in other words, your quota is a million dollars. If you hit 80% of that, which is 800,000, as soon as your sales hit 800,000, I'm gonna give you 20% of your base salary. 20% of 50,000 is $10,000. So now your total compensation is 50,000 base plus 10,000. You've made $60,000. But I wanna motivate you to sell more. And then I'll say, look, if you go beyond 80%, you go to 90%, 
which means you'll sell 900,000, I'll give you 30% of your base salary, which is $15,000. Well, now you've made 50 plus 15, now you're at 65. But if you hit 100% of your quota, which means you sell a million dollars, I'll give you 50% of your salary. That means 50% of 50,000 is 25,000. So you will make 50,000 base plus 25,000 in commissions. That's total salary commission of $75,000. Do you see what I'm talking about? By providing a great compensation plan, great commission structures to really accelerate, get them to start thinking about how can I sell more? That's how you motivate salespeople to sell. One of the other things you can do is attach what I call spiffs. A spiff is a special incentive. So in other words, you can say, look, if you sell this much, here's your quota, a million dollars, you know what the commission structure is, but we have a new product. And if you can sell at least $100,000 of this new product, just this particular product, I'll throw in another $5,000. Salespeople love special incentives, spiffs. So again, as you're thinking about building your sales team, Think about how you want to structure the compensation plan. Give it some time, really think through, how am I paying people? How am I motivating them to sell more? What percentages should I give them? Because one of the things we want to do is make sure they're making enough money where they can pay their bills, but yet stay hungry enough to go out there and sell. That's the balance. And again, developing a sales compensation program is just as important as training them. They go hand in hand. Train them pay them, put the two together, and you're going to have a winning combination. That's it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. And again, I think money is key here. So again, let's not undervalue how people value money. Anyways, don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, check out my sales training website, SeminarsOnSelling.com, where you'll find great training videos for you or your team to help you grow your business. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. <laughs> Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.